For those of you who know me, you know that I love a good tequila. So I'm so happy that this week's episode is sponsored by Sempre Tequila. Yeah, and some of you might not know this, but I had a bad relationship with tequila for a very long time. But this Siempre Plata tequila is very good, super smooth. And on today's episode with Mixology Matt, we were able to make two cocktails with it. So we made the margarita and the Paloma. Yes. Super good, super smooth. And they even have their Reposado coming out next month in the LCBO. So be sure to check that out. Bonus as well, because the aesthetic bottle comes with oh, a cute yes. little charm. So um, really cute even just to savor the bottle and reuse it as well. So. Super cool. Um, definitely try it out for your next tequila drink, whether it's a mixed drink, cocktail shot. Yeah. Go ham. Go ham. So thank you, Sempre. <laughs> hey, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. As you can see, we are not doing our regular scheduled programming. Because yes. we are having a mixology class with Mixology Matt. Hello. How's it going, ladies? Good. Great. How are you? Doing great. It's fantastic to be here on this beautiful day. <laughs> we are very excited. So this is um, when we were talking about how we wanted to incorporate a segment called Keeping It T.O., just incorporating, like I'll talk to you as well, incorporating kind of local businesses, local people that entrepreneurs have business cool owners. businesses that are like different and we've never done anything like this before. So we're really, really excited. You set it up beautifully. It looks so good. Mm-hmm. And um, basically he's going to be te- teaching us a class. It's going to be very immersive. We do recommend you guys watch us on YouTube because again, it's very visual. The setup right now looks amazing. And we're going to be like working with you, like making the drinks. Um, if you're listening though, sit back, grab a drink. Listen to ASMR, some ASMR of bartending. And let's let's get rolling. Before we start, what two drinks are we making today? So today's class is going to be focused around tequila, one of my favorite spirits. It's going to be amazing. And we're going to have the margarita, the OG classic. And then we have a Paloma, which is another summer Mm. refreshing cocktail. You just can't go wrong. Amazing. Perfect. I cannot wait. So I guess we'll just like hand it over to you. You can start on today's agenda and we can, yeah, get started. Okay. Sounds like... A plan. Okay. And thank you guys for having me. Always really important to support local, especially, you know, the last two years. Yeah. And welcome to the mixology class. My name is Matt. I'll be your mixologist for today. We've got an awesome lineup for you. I can't wait to share these all amazing drinks. And I'll share some mocktail alternatives for those who are not drinking and want to find some cool ways to stay sober. Nice. Okay. So before we get going, as you can see, there's a nice layout in front of you. We're going to do a nice overview of all the different tools in front of you before we get started with the class. So one of the most first things, you're going to see some shaker tins. You've got a big cup, a big tin, and a small tin. Okay. You're going to have to separate that one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Brent's oh on Sorry, yes. I do not make drinks. But... A big tin and a small tin. This is going to be how we're going to shake our cocktails. Okay. And so that is going to put that back to the side. For those who do not have a cocktail shaker at home, there are some great household alternatives. Everyone might have a mason jar hanging around. Mm. Great way to shake a cocktail. For all the fitness enthusiasts, a nice protein shaker will get the job done uh-huh. as well. And I've even seen someone shake a cocktail with a Tupperware. Just oh. make sure whatever you're shaking with, have a nice tight lid. And you just can't go wrong. Okay. One of the next things we're going to have to measure. So this is what we call a jigger. As you can see, they'll come in all different shapes and sizes. The <laughs> small side is one ounce and the big side is two ounces. You'll see some lines in there. Oh, I see that. And that's to see the differentiate between half an ounce or one and a half as well. For my bakers out there, if you don't have a jigger, you can use the baking spoons. One tablespoon mm. is half an ounce. So if you're in a pinch, feel free to use the baking spoons or a one ounce shot glass. Cool. Next big thing we have to stir. We've got a nice fancy bar spoon for you. The nice copper ones. You can see it's got all the nice rim on the, in the middle. 
But then again, you can use a chopstick, your finger, anything to get the job done <laughs> to make sure you're stirring your drink. The next big thing we're gonna have to do is to strain out our cocktail. So this is called a Hawthorne strainer. As you can see, it's got a nice coil. This is gonna stop our ice when we pour and kind of do it like that. So you put it on the big one and you can strain out your cocktails as well. Again, another household alternative is a cooking sieve. A lot of people mm. have this. You can use it to dust for all my bakers out there as well. Cool. And just a couple other kitchen functions, right? We have a cutting board, we've got a knife, and we've got a juicer. I think you ladies got the juice press. I've got this nice cool gadget as well. There's so many different ways you can juice or just use your hands at the end of the day. Okay. So those are all the tools we have in front. Is there any questions, ladies, before we keep going? Um... I'm good. I'm I've, I, I've always wondered what this thing was. Like every time <laughs> I've seen it, I I could never figure it out. Yeah, it's, it's as easy it as... Looks, uh, looks complicated, but... But yeah, no, no other questions. Perfect. Okay, so today's class is centered around tequila. But before we get into it, I want to have a nice icebreaker. So I want you guys cool. to do a quick intro and tell me what you like to drink. I'll go first. I love tequila. Okay. My favorite spirit ever is tequila. Um... I cannot do vodka. Tequila is just my go-to. And I love margaritas. Mm. Nice. Um, what else do I love from tequila? Does Mojito have tequila? Rum. Yeah, that's rum. Well, I guess margarita <laughs> would be my favorite. Perfect. But tequila is the way to go. And I prefer, actually, I like white tequila. So Okay. Mm -hmm. Very nice. We're on track. Um, I like vodka usually, but... Palomas are the is the drink with tequila that like I'll opt you like? for if it's like mm -hmm. on the menu. So like I typically like Perfect. that. But like honestly, I really like anything that's like fruity. I think mm -hmm. okay. and like a bit sweet. But like it needs to have some sort of like fruit component. Yeah, yeah, in yeah, it. yeah. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. And for me, I'm a big whiskey guy. Mm -hmm. So old fashions, whiskey sours. But it's always a mood thing. Like you know, I'm never having an old fashioned during the day, right? So that's where a Paloma or a Mark just really hits the spot. Yeah. Also, a big fan of gin. I, I actually like gin. It tastes like celery. Which one's gin? In the blue bottle? <laughs> yeah. There's so many different kinds. Like Tank Rays, the OG, you've probably seen the green bottle. Okay. And uh, it, the, the reason why I like gin so much is because it uh, it's very versatile. It can mm. be savory. It can be sweet, sour. Mm. You can really mess with it. And uh, yeah, those are the drinks. Oh. Perfect. Okay. Mm. So today's class is centered around tequila. But first, what is tequila? Tequila is a spirit that is distilled from the agave plant. Hmm. And there's many different kinds of agave plants out there. But for it to be called tequila, it must be 100% blue agave and it must come from the Jalisco region. Hmm. There's different okay. kinds of tequilas out there. Blancos, Reposados, and Añejos. And the biggest difference is how long they're aged. So for example, an Añejo is anywhere that's aged longer than one year. Okay. And a Reposado can be anywhere from three months to one year. Anything less than three months or not aged at all would be your Blanco tequila. And a big reason why is just through the color, right? Mm -hmm. So the, a lot of the Añejos mm -hmm. are, are aged for a long time in that it takes on that barrel color and they've got a nice deep amber color. The Añejos aren't really meant for mixing. So for making margaritas, you definitely want to have the Blancos okay. or you might want to have the Reposados. The Añejos more of a sipper, have it more neat. And usually those bottles are going to cost you a lot more. So you don't want to put it in a uh, mixed drink. In a mixed drink. Got, Got it. it. So that is your tequila how-to. But also we're making margaritas and that has Cointreau or orange liqueur. Hmm. Orange liqueur comes in many different shapes and sizes from triple sec Cointreau to the Grand Marniers of the world as well. Okay. Today we're making the marg with Cointreau. Cointreau is one of the OGs meant for the margarita. And so 
that is going to be our orange liqueur for today. I have a cool. question. Yes. What's the best tequila if you just want to like down it like a shot? A shot tequila? Oh my god! Just like a quick swig. Just like know? a tequila. If you want a shot of a tequila, I think have a reposado. It's a little bit nicer than the blancos, but okay. in terms of brands, it really just depends on your preference and budget for you know, for sure. Oh right. Okay. I have one other question. Sorry. Um. So. It can o- tequila can only be made in Jalisco, yeah, Jalisco, right? Yeah, Jalisco province. Jalisco. That's so, the only place where tequila is made. Yes, I didn't wow. know. So, I didn't know that either. Here's another thing. Um, you may have also heard the term mezcal. Yes. Now mezcal is a spirit made from agave as well, but it's also made from different types of agave. And the biggest differentiator is the fact that it has a big smoky profile, and that's because they cook the agave plant before they distill it. Hmm. So the agave is usually left raw or cooked very minimally. Whereas versus the mezcal, they use like volcanic rocks and they kind of press it and they roast it in a big pit before it actually goes through distill. Uh-huh. So if whiskey's tequila, scotch is like mezcal in terms of flavor profiles. Okay, okay that makes sense. And so the, the way we say it in the bartending world is like all mezcals are considered tequilas, but not all tequilas are mezcals. Mm. That makes sense. Okay. So imagine okay. the tree. Tequila is a branch on the mezcal tree. That makes okay, sense. Okay. So anything made with agave is classified as a mezcal, written tequila specific type of spirits made from agave. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That makes sense. I know no, it's a yeah. bit confusing. No, no, that actually yeah. made sense. I didn't know it was only like tequila. Tequila was only made in one There's so much that goes into liquor that's like it's crazy. Like when you go really into it, it's crazy how descriptive oh, yeah. it gets. Like you can get lost in the details. Yeah. To me, it's just like I'm taking a shot of tequila, but like yeah. I never really thought to like Stop to think where it came Educate from. Educate like, myself. Yeah. So this is cool. very educational. Okay. okay. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> well, I think it's time to make some drinks. Yes. Let's do it. So do as it. you can see, you got some fresh fruits in front of you. For making a proper margarita, we're going to be using some freshly squeezed lime juice. If you go to a grocery store and see the big green bottle, stay away. It's just mm-hmm. from concentrates way too sour. You'd have to dilute it down. You can't go wrong with some fresh limes. Okay. So ladies, I'm going to have to grab a lime. And here's a little pro tip on a flat surface. Give it a nice little massage, a couple once overs. It's going to really get the juices ready. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we're going to, you got a cutting board in front of you. Maybe yes. you can move the ice jug. Move this. Thing. Now I'm going to cut my lime in half. After last podcast, I'm scared. There you go. I think you probably need about a, a lime each. For, for the margarita. Okay, so I'll So we'll it. need a whole ounce of lime juice for the margarita, and usually about one whole lime should do it, unless it's a super juicy one. Before we start squeezing the lime, we're actually gonna prepare our glass first. So you can see on the dish in front of you, you have a little bit of tahini spice. This is a chili lime seasoning, and this is gonna be the seasoning we're gonna use for our rim rub. Okay. So using the one of your lime halves, you're going to take your small cup and you're going to rim the outside. You can do the whole thing or just half. I'll do half. So in case you have the option to not um, use the rim. rim I'm just gonna, or, I'm just you gonna, can, or you can do the whole thing. I'm just going to do the whole thing. I, I the like whole the way thing. that stuff tastes. <laughs> so on, on my board or on your dish, I'm just going to pour out some seasoning. And then using your glass, you're just going to press the lime, wherever the lime juice is, onto the seasoning. And it's going to create a nice little rim. Don't be shy. I say the more the merrier. And when I say chili lime, it's not that spicy. So I coughed a bit when I when I had some, but I just can't take spice. <laughs> That's why. Oh, that looks so pretty. So it's gonna add a nice little beautiful texture. 
And I like using tahini over salt rims just because tahini's got a little bit more flavor that definitely complements tequila. Now that we have our rim done, we're just going to put the side off to the glass for now. Okay. Now I want you to, we're going to going to squeeze our limes. So using the small end of our jigger, get your presses ready. Wait, and this is a small end, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I'm saying in your jigger, you're going to put it on the small end. We're going to measure out one ounce. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why are you? <laughs> Sorry, okay. So, okay. yeah, with your press, you're going to put the lime inside. Damn. Oh, damn. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Like okay. this. Yep. Face down. And then you can just put it right on top. You don't have to put an like angle. That? Yeah. And just squeeze. I always like to put the lime uh, this way. Oh. That makes <laughs> Okay. I'm using the, the good old-fashioned twister, so I'm just going to… We need about an ounce, so make oh, sure you get is, the lime. This is cool. It doesn't make a mess because of the hole oh, in the bottom. A mess. So right. you need a full ounce in there. Okay. Don't be shy. If you got to use the other half, go for it. Oh, mine's… A, I got a juicy half here. Oh. Almost. You got to go right to the top. Oh, okay. So right at the rim? Oh, mine's right to the, the rim. I happen to get lucky. This lime is extra juicy. I got a full ounce from just half. Perfect. I think I'm going to need to use my… Mine came out just right. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think that's good. Now you've got a full… Oh. Yeah. Now in your… In one of your tins, you're going to put in… Doesn't matter which tin. I, I would start with the big one. It smells so good. Just pour it right in. Okay. Okay. Up next, we are going to add some simple syrup. So, if you were using a different orange liqueur, like have you ever seen those McGinnis bottles? It looks like a bit of a rectangle or like weird like pentagon yes. shape. Yeah. Okay. Those are the, some triple secs are like 18% and they're much sweeter, right? If we were using that orange liqueur, we wouldn't need to add any simple syrup because it's way sweeter. However, a Grand Marnier or a Cointreau is 40%. So it's not going to be that sweet. Okay. And so depending on your sweet to sour ratio, I think we should add just a little bit of simple syrup because the lime can get very intense. Okay. So using, yeah, in the little squeeze bottle, you got, I've got some simple for you guys. You're going to do half an ounce. So it should be the first line in there. So just half an ounce is all you need. Okay. Also pro tip, we always start with our our, our cheapest ingredients into the shakers first. So okay. if you mess, mess up your ratios, you wouldn't have to throw out the expensive mm. booze. So we start with the juice and the sweeteners because if we mess up, we can always start over again. Okay. No problem. Okay. So I want one of you guys to grab this Cointro bottle. And you're going to measure out one ounce. Got one ounce. I'm just going to pour that in. Okay. Don't be afraid to go right to the top. This so like. Oh yeah, right, right to the rim if you can. I'm so clumsy. I'm kind yeah, of scared. I'm scared. <laughs> and uh, in case if you ever you ever been to a bar and you see um, the bartenders free pouring without the jigger, there's a pro tip with these little spouts. Roughly four seconds is one ounce. Mm, okay. So if I just free pour four seconds, that's going to be give or take an ounce depending how fast you're going. So I always thought there was a stopper there that told you, because sometimes like 
I don't know when I used to go to the clubs, you used to pour out the bottle, it like stopped and I have to go, oh, and then do it again. Does that, is that anything? Or is there that just... are some that like are loaded like that. They'll do one ounce and you have to go, go down and forward again. Yeah. Or if you've ever been to Rebel, they've got like that little contraption yeah, yeah, that yeah. pours it out like exactly measured one ounce every time. I don't believe they use one ounce just because I was at Rebel not long ago and like the amount of drinks I had, there's no way those are real shots. But oh, hey, yeah, they... They definitely, yeah, they definitely rinse you. Yeah. A hundred percent. So that's why with these spouts, it will keep pouring so long as you're holding it upside down. Okay. okay. Great. Okay. So we've got our lime juice. We've got our simple syrup. We've got our coin trail. And last but not least, we need to get our tequila in there. Yum. So this is the Siempre tequila. This is their plata. Now, depending on how much tequila you want to put in here, a margarita is at least an ounce and a half of tequila. Or if you want to go big, you just round it up to a double. I think one and a half, one ounce of Cointreau is the sweet spot. But by all means, there is no right or wrong answer. So I'm going to do one and a half for the demonstration. But by all means, ladies, if you guys want to do doubles, and don't be shy and uh, and get in there. Right. I'll put that right there. Fuck it. I'm just going to You can do it. Double. I'm driving. I'll just have. I'll have okay. Fine. Thank you so much. <laughs> Rough week so far. Yeah, it's been a rough <laughs> week. It's, it's only Tuesday, so. Double it is. Alrighty, there you go. Wow, this Please aroma. drink responsibly if you're following along at home. Yes, also, please be over 21 if you're watching this. I think we need to explain that. <laughs> Definitely got to put that on YouTube. Yeah. There you go. Okay, perfect. So quick review of the ingredients just one last time. One and a half ounces of tequila or a double. One ounce of our orange liqueur or Cointreau. We have one ounce of lime juice and optional half an ounce of simple syrup, depending on your taste profile. Okay. okay. One of the biggest ingredients we're missing is the ice. So in your ice bucket, use the scoop and load up your shaker. The top? I might say go at least halfway. The crunchy ASMR for all you. Fran's obsessed with ASMR. She can stop talking about it. One more thing I'll have you do, ladies. Um, take some ice and put it into your prepared glass. Okay. Maybe go halfway into the glass. How long is it taking? Is Sorry, I'm not sticking this very long. There we go. Worst case, you can just tilt it on the angle and like yeah. get in there. Perfect. Stand by. Stand by while I work with this ice. Oh my gosh, it smells like yeah, really it smells good. really good. It's gonna be great. So what's the first drink you've ever made? Like when you started oh, so this business? Like what's your started, classic? Yeah. yeah. Um all the bars closed during the pandemic. So mm -hmm. I brought the bar home. Fell in love with the art of making drinks and it one thing just kind of led to another. It really kicked off when I was at home and I was craving a whiskey sour. You know, when I was with the boys, I always hit up those fancy speakeasies and like a whiskey sour with the proper egg white and everything was mm -hmm. the drink for me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? I've been itching one, itching for one. It's been a couple months. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy a shaker set and started watching YouTube videos. And that was the first domino that fell. And it just kept progressing from there. And then I was turning up family events. Like I remember my first Thanksgiving 2020 was wild. Everyone was hammered. I was making wild oh drinks. Oh my God. And then it just kind of fell from there. I kept doing like recreating my favorite recipes, dirty martinis, Cosmos, mm. espresso martini, hundred mm. percent. Oh and so, can you make a lychee oh, martini? Oh yeah, those are our favorite drinks. Hundred percent. We can. 
Next time, yes, next we'll time. circle back. Yes, next time, we'll circle back. 100%. Mm, okay. Well, we have our drinks ready. So I want you guys, with your shaker, you're going to put it down. And give it a nice little tap on the top. There we go. Okay, so you're ready to shake. There's no right or wrong way to do this. Give it a nice little... Perfect. Okay. Ready? Yeah. So as you can see on your shaker, yours are double lined on the ends. So if you hold from the ends like this, your hands won't get cold. Versus oh. if you hold in the middle, mm. your hands are going to be frozen. Oh, yeah. So the yeah, ends are double lined. Oh, and then here we go. We're shake. It's about 10 seconds. Oh, whoa. Oh, wow. Fancy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. It's almost like a forward and back. It's like... There we go. Okay, five, four, and we are done. Perfect. Oh, that's so now you're going to take the lid. Give it a nice little shake, like wiggle it a bit. You're going to take your forward back, forward back. Can you help? Yeah, I don't want to. You won't break it. But you know, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I don't want to. <laughs> so worst case, if it gets stuck, you can always hit it to one side. Okay. And now I'll loosen it. Oh, and there you thank go. Thank you very much. Okay. Now you're going to take off, put your small tin on the side, and using your strainer, you are going to strain it into your glass. Just like so. I'm going to double strain just to show the technique. So sometimes, like, bartenders will double strain to really get some of the finer ice shards out of the drink. Okay. So traditionally, if I had, like, my all my full equipment, I would pour this over a big ice cube. Mm. And the big ice cube will just dilute the drink slower. But for demonstrations, we are going to double strain into our prepared glass. Ooh, mm. that's so aesthetic. And it should bring us really close to the top. I have a little bit more room for ice. So what I'm going to do, I'm just going to take another little scoop and just take it right to the top. Perfect. Oh, wow. Yum. So Kay. let's see. Like this, right? Yeah. So I guess I can add a bit more ice. You can add a bit more ice. I'll save something. I don't think people realize there's like an art to it. Oh, 100%. Mm. There's a lot more that goes into it than more people think. Do I put it here? And um, I'll leave mine here. Just to garnish one last thing, you're going to see some dehydrated oranges. And that is going to be our garnish. Traditionally, you can, if you don't have dehydrated orange, you can probably use a lime wedge. Okay. But we're going to put that, just drop that right in. And mm -hmm. there you go. Oh. That is our classic margarita. Cheers. Yay, cheers. Cheers, ladies. Cheers. Salute. Cheers, everybody. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> In unison. I love that. That's so good. I'm not even joking. That's really good. Mm -hmm. I, I don't usually drink margaritas, but this is super good. It's really fresh, but like the garnish gives it like a kick, like a spice. Brings it to that next level. And the tequila's like just right. Guys, and we're not even boosting. Like this is actually. Yeah, like I'm not even just boosting. So just to reiterate, fresh lime will make or break this drink. A lot of bars, like sometimes due to maybe to budgetary constraints, they may mm. use a sour mix. And sometimes a lot of the sour mix is made from a powder, like a Kool-Aid powder. So, for example, if you've ever oh. been to a bar and order whiskey sour and it's green, 
It's, they mm, use like a, should not be green, it right? It should not be green. It could be like a more beige yellow color. Yeah. So fresh lime all the way. And this is just the original lime margarita. But if you want to ever get creative with it, you can really use other fruits like a raspberry, muddle some raspberries in your shaker, mango. I've done watermelon. The possibilities are endless. Wow. And you know what? Like when you go to restaurants and stuff, sometimes margaritas are, are colorful. But I feel like they shouldn't be, right? If you're like using the right ingredients. They... If it's like the lime one, it's exactly what it's supposed like to this, be. Like this, yeah. And if you like the smoky vibes, try a mezcal. You can always really mix it up or do half and half. Yeah. That's the best part about this whole situation. Question, is the orange edible? Um, You probably could. Yeah, it is. It is <laughs> it's a dehydrated <laughs> orange. It kind of looks like. Good. like almost like a, like a chip almost, right? No, yeah. I don't know if it's like you're not supposed to eat it or if it's just so, the decor. Like because it's dehydrated, as it sits in the drink, it's going to release a lot of its flavors. Mm, yeah. So the more it sits, the more orange flavor it's going to really get into their cocktail. I'm going to keep mine that's, here. I'm going to just ugly. take a picture just for one sec. If no, that's okay. You, you want to use mine, the half? Yeah, After I can this. get the pick. You know what I mean? Tag me at mixology underscore mad. Okay. That okay, was, that was really, really good. good. Like seriously, really good. 10 out of 10. Amazing. So we definitely got a little bit of a break uh, before we get to our next one. So I'm yes. just going to do a quick little cleanup okay. on my side here. And then. So while you clean up, we do have a few questions for you. Sure. And I guess just my main question is, so you told me like during COVID, obviously bars. Well, let's down. start from the beginning because you told us this before we like we got So what were, what were you doing before this? Like what? Like. You didn't know this was obviously what you were going to be doing, like something that just kind of happened. So yeah. what were you doing before and like how, because I know like there's this whole, we always talk about this on the podcast, about like entrepreneurship and like starting your own side hustle. Like, were you scared to start? Like, were you kind of doubting yourself when you started? Like, how was like the, your thought process throughout, like from where you were to like where you are now? That's a, uh, that's a great question. So what I did before the pandemic and what I'm still doing, um, I work for a consulting company mm. um, called Publicist. And no I, way. I've heard of that. Yeah. So I work in marketing too. There we go. Right. <laughs> so it's, it's one of the big consulting firms. I'm a project manager. Nice. And so after I graduated from Waterloo, I just had a nice in at, um, I really liked project management. I was at a tech company, but I went from CGI to then publicist sapien. And I really love the, uh, the project management life. However, as the pandemic ended up happening, you know, you spend a lot more time at home and mm -hmm. Everything changed. And so it's one of those things where it started off as a hobby. I really liked the, the art of creating drinks. I was always into cocktails and especially drinking them. <laughs> and so I'm like, you know what? Now, I don't know when bars are going to come back. So, and I've been itching for a proper drink. So let's just make it at home. Mm -hmm. And I started watching, I think it was Steve the Bartender on YouTube. This mm. Australian guy is a beauty. And <laughs> that's kind of how it all kicked off. And then at the end of 2020, early 2021, I said, how do I monetize? You know, my brother bought me an apron. Mixology Mad is a joke. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to run oh, with this. Run yeah. with it. Yeah. See might what as can well. happen. And I end up starting, because of my day job, I'm in a very corporate environment. I've seen some of the world's cheesiest virtual events, you know, mm -hmm. from a questionable family feud to a pretty decent trivia and everything in between. I mean, you know what? A mixology class could be a great way to keep people engaged and people keep people connected within your project teams and stuff. Right. Yeah. That's kind of how it started. Get a, got a lot of business, ran some LinkedIn ads, started doing virtual. And then summer 2021, people were like, hey, you know, the restrictions are lifted. You want to come bartend at my backyard party? Or I think my very first in-person gig was a staff party for a primary school. All these teachers oh. wanted to get to come turn teach up. Teachers like to turn the <laughs> They wanted up. to turn up like you have no idea the year we had with the, all the kindergartens. I'm like, you know what? Why not? And so... 
everything just kind of domino affecting from there. And now 2022, I've got a team of five or six bartenders. I'm nice. really hitting the wedding space. Um, I actually made it to the Jägermeister's top 10 <gasps> for the Meister Hunter competition. Nice. Oh, which shit. is happening September 27th um, in Toronto at the Crybaby Gallery. So who knows? Whoever wins the top 10 in Canada goes to London for the global competition. So Do you wow. vote? Is it a voting thing? There's four different judges. Oh. It's almost like a Food Network thing where like there's judges. You have to present your drink. You have to… So the public can't vote? No. Mm. It's a private event and there's like four specific judges oh. that are like within the cocktail community. Probably some brand reps from Jägermeister. Mm. And then there's a bunch of different criteria like taste, presentation, technique. And whoever wins will then move on to the next round in London. So fingers crossed. And well, uh, fingers it's crossed been quite you. a journey from watching two videos to now I'm in a top 10 in Canada for Jägermeister. It's like… Crazy. Well, I feel like that just goes to show like if you have a passion for something and you're good at it and you just keep at it, like look where like look where you're at. You know what I mean? Consistency is key. Exactly. And I really want to stress that point. Like if you have an idea and if there's something you're passionate about, please don't be shy because if you told me two years ago I'd be bartending weddings, probably, I'd probably say you're lying. Yeah. Right? Like, there's just no way. Because it, it's so vastly different from what you do yeah. in your like career day job, you know? 100%. So it's like… Yeah. I a lot know. of transferable skills. You know, the soft skills have always been there. You know, I can always, I can small talk my way to anything at this yeah, point. Yes, the interpersonal. Yes, 100%. That's what so. being a project manager is about for sure. Definitely a lot of fun. And now uh, we'll see where 2023 takes me. Yeah, only up from here, right? And what's, I know you told us off the camera, but like what's, I don't know if that was your funniest story, but you have a funniest story. Well, because I know bartenders like therapists, they say like people are at a bar, people are drinking, you end up, you know, you don't have to say everyone's secrets, obviously, but people end up saying things or their stories. Basically, what's the weirdest shit you've ever heard? Yeah, okay. like you've been getting someone drunk, yeah. technically. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to be nice with it. Yeah, but, you, you know, know. Honestly, you get some wild stories out there. You know, like I did a wedding not long ago and like there was this one guy. He's like, you know, he's like, I had a chance with her, man. I'm like, with who? He's like, you know, the bride. I'm like, mm. okay. Oh, I'm like, wow. Would you like a shot, sir? <laughs> you know? <laughs> And so, please, <laughs> like, please just. <laughs> no, I think my my best gig and my worst gig happen in the same day. Mm. Note to self: try not to book yourself twice in the same day. So, oh. I end up doing like a two year old's birthday in Ajax at the time, twelve to five. Amazing gig. They fed me well. You would have thought I was at a wedding. You know, just like the amount of vendors that they brought in. Oh, and this, yeah. this two year old's never gonna remember nothing. Because mm. birthdays right? are the best, mm. right? And so I'm like, this was great. Did very well in tips. I didn't want to leave, and then I had to go from Ajax to a party room in a condo downtown. It was a thirty year old's birthday, but the thirty year old clearly had different objectives than the two year old. Mm. And it was one of those situations where the host was drinking at a pace that was very dangerous. And you know, it's always a bit of a tough subject for me because. As a bartender, you have a duty of care, right? Mm, right. With smart serve guidelines. You can't let anybody get too messed up. Mm -hmm. Granted, it is a private event, so it can be a bit more of a blurred scenario because he lives in the building. Yeah. But at the same time, it's what, an hour and a half in, and this guy was like eight, nine shots or eight, nine drinks in. And he's like, yeah, man, get just can you give me the tequila bottle and do shots to all my friends? Like, yo, man, like, you got to make it till midnight. You know, there's a cake. You, know, <laughs> yeah. you got to last, right? Yeah. And uh, how about you just get some water? You know, there's all this food here. Get some food in you. And uh, come back in like maybe another 30 minutes. And then he got really aggressive. Yo, I'm paying for you. Give me the fucking bottle, bro. Oh. And I'm just like, oh. You're in that weird situation. That's now. I would feel so uncomfortable. Oh, I'm, just, I'm just like, okay. Let's just call him Bobby. So I'm like, okay, Bobby. Let's be real here. I'm like, you're going at a pace. Plus, you got to make it till midnight. You know, Rekka's got a cake for you. Okay. Mm. And uh, we, can't, we can't go too far. And he's like, yo, man, I'm paying for you. Just give him the bottle. And he's like… Let's not let's not start a scene. He kind of like he got right in my face. Like, oh you my know god! What? 
like, okay. Here you go, here's a bottle. <laughs> like, uh, like I'm willing to bet whatever's in my tip chart, which is like only 10 bucks. You know, I make it past 11. It was like nine o'clock. 10.45. Oh my God, has anyone seen Bobby? I'm like, oh yeah. Mm. I saw Bobby book it to the washroom. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't seen him since. And he ended up yakking. I'm just like, you know what? Like, I tried to stop him and yeah. I tried to feed him water. And it's like, you know what? There's only so much you can do. You can't make someone like, you know, no. what I mean? stop. If they yeah. Like it's different if you're at like a restaurant or like yeah. an actual bar because 100%. okay, I can fully cut him out. Okay, security, get him out but of here. But you're in his home. Like, I'm in his condo, yeah. right? In the party, like there's no other support there. And it's like, okay, you know what? Um, I did what I could. Tried to give as much water and uh, they had to hold him up to blow out the candles. Mm -hmm. So That's a fun time. It's a fun birthday. Oh, you remember that. Happy but birthday. I mean, I kind of get it. Like you're with your friends. It's your birthday. You want to drink. I but get again, it. It's but like a, it's, like a it's awkward line. for the bartender. Yeah, you know? blurred line for sure. Exactly. But you guys ready for our next drink? Yes. Yes, please. let's do it. Okay. Sorry, we were like talking your ear off. Yeah, no problem at all. Okay, so the Paloma is centered around this lovely fruit right here. Now, this is a ruby red grapefruit. So using the cutting board, we're going to have to start getting into this one. So what I want to have you guys to do. I'll, uh, I'll show you what we're going to do here. So you're going to cut off the ends kind of like this. So you're going to have like each end exposed. Okay. Okay. And now I'm going to cut the whole thing in half one more time. Why did you cut it twice? It was like white. Oh, yeah. Okay. So now you should have a half that kind of looks like this. For those that are just listening, what I did is I cut off the ends. So we have a flat surface on the top and the bottom. And then I cut the whole thing in half. Like a nice little. Wrong? No, no, vertical. So put stand it up. Yeah. And then uh, there yeah. we go. And it'll cut there it much nicer. <laughs> there we go. Way better. Okay. So before we get to juicing, what I'm going to have you do is put tilt one of these on the side, flat down, and we're going to cut our garnish first. Another pro tip, if you're behind the bar, you're in a rush, you always get your garnishes out of the way first. Okay. So we're going to cut a, a nice healthy slice, maybe a nice big one, and we're going to make like what's called a half wheel. So it's going to look something like this. This is going to be our garnish and how we finish it at the end. You got to bring it closer to you by all means. Might have to do that. Okay, no, this is good. There we yep. go. So you're going to cut one more. For Francesca. Now, because those presses are not very big, and as you can see, this grapefruit is pretty large. Mm -hmm. So we're going to cut it one more time into like a quarter. So, like this. So, I also should preface with this saying that the Paloma, there's a couple different ways to make this. I think the original recipe was tequila, lime juice, shaken, and then it was topped with grapefruit soda, like okay. a Fanta or a squirt as huh. an example. Um, but I prefer using real grapefruit juice and then topping it with regular soda. There's hmm. no right or wrong answer. I'm sure some bartenders out there might debate me on this, but I find that the fresh grapefruit juice is always better. Um, especially if you can get your hands on a nice ruby red. Okay. And I think that's always just like the differentiation here. Okay. Okay. So now we're going to we're going to take one of those quarters and put it face down in your press. You need about an, at least an ounce and a half. So we're using your big side. You want the majority of that full. Okay. Whoa, this is like super juicy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's, it's going to fill that flowing. whole yeah. thing. So 
but get it right up to the top and then mine's like coming out of the yeah if you need to like tilt it from the side yeah to get some of the excess like that? yeah so you want a full double so if you need to even use another piece get in there my uh my little twister here is not exactly the ideal tool for the grapefruit but there's no right or wrong answer. Are you going to get in it? I don't know. Oh. Oh, whoa. Okay. Alternatively, um, I feel like some of the store-bought grapefruit juice is usable in a cocktail like this versus a store-bought lime. Um, also, do you want to give a shout-out to one of my biggest vendors at Juice Concepts. Juice Concepts provides fresh juice for a lot of bars, and it's really helped up my cocktail game. Hmm. Um, so they provide a lot of fresh juices um, and bar mixes like Paloma mix, a mojito mix, and fresh juice all the way. I don't use from concentrate because your your cocktail will suffer and your guests won't be as happy in mm. the end. Cool. Good to know. I'm this, having issues with it. Let me cut it smaller. Yeah, it's a... Uh, I think it's because it's so juicy. Yeah, it's this like, is... I, I picked the ripest one I could find. This looks good. I want to... like. <laughs> Same. Love grapefruit. Okay, so I've got about an ounce and a half of my Paloma. Or my grapefruit, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I was taking a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know why. <laughs> okay. Mine's not on the top yet. Yeah, mine's I don't know why mine's not. Like here. Okay. Do I need more, right? You know what? Um, I'm getting this guy over here. Have a tough time what the fuck is, you, have you been watching me this whole time? Do you uh you need some help over there? Okay. I'm so sorry. I will wipe down Send this the table. Press. Yes, can you yes. Mixology Matt's just gonna do it for me. Yes, I'll uh, quickly help you out here. Send your shaker tin real time. quick. Thank you. Yeah, no, we'll we'll definitely help clean this table later. Yeah, I've squeezed a couple of grapefruits over there. Over the years here. I'm just honestly, I'm so clumsy. It's bad. It's okay, I think mine's good. Yeah, mine's yours good. is fine. I have grapefruit all over me. That's why I didn't wear white. I knew I was going to get dirty. Smells oh. super good, though. Holy, this is squirting everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's super juicy. But that means it's going to taste really good. Yes. So, perfect. Got about an ounce and a half there. No problem. We're going to that pour one. that in there. So you got your grapefruit. Okay. And we're going to need another ounce of lime juice. So I'm okay. putting, you, putting you to work, ladies. Oh. We're going to need another um, half lime at least. Okay. So same thing. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I didn't pour it. I was going to pour it in the same. <laughs> so now we're going to use about one ounce of the fresh lime. Okay. I really do like the whole like fresh fruit aspect. I feel like you only get this type of thing when you're on vacation or something. Yeah, for real. Oh yeah, you you really Can I that? Yeah, that's why like when I when I found that Juice Concepts company, they really changed cuz there were sometimes like I was making raspberry mojitos and I was muddling the raspberries. I was pressing the limes every time and it just it was it was too much. Mm. And I'll, and as a result my drinks are taking too long and mm. the lines are building. It's like, okay. So 
that's not exactly ideal. I've got customers waiting, you know. How quick can you make a drink now? Like if you were to make this drink, like if that was your customer asking, like what's your pro that's a weird question. Oh, I but. could I could I could do if I have a proper setup and I'm ready to go, like Yeah, if you're not like with us, we're less very, than very slow. Minute, probably, right? Yeah, like realistically it'll probably take 30 seconds. Hmm. Okay, cool. Got it. Okay, you got your ounce of lime in there? Yes. Cool. It really does feel like you're like making a potion, right? Like, like mixology is like. It is the science. It's like a, yeah, that's what I was. Gonna okay, here say. we go. Okay, great. Okay, ladies. So, it's different from what the last recipe was. We're not going to be adding any simple syrup. Okay. I, so grapefruit's more naturally bitter. Yeah. But it's a bittersweet, as you all know. So we're not going to put any more sweetener. You can always sweeten it later. Okay. But I'd say for now, we're not going to. Okay. Now, time to add… The fun part. The fun part, the tequila. So, this… The amount of tequila is up to you. You want to go one ounce. You want to go a double. Feel free to play within your limit. I always think one and a half is the sweet spot. Um, so, that's exactly why I'm going to do one and a half for our demonstration. Okay. And I'll give this back to you. One and a half this time. So that's so one full one, one and then half. If you flip it over, oh. if you flip your jigger over, oh. and then see the, that line inside, oh, that's yeah. one and a half. Oh, okay. So there you go. <laughs> oh. Yum. Okay. Okay, cool. Perfect. So you got one and a half in there. Yes. Mm, that grapefruit, like, really smells like. Okay, these are our garnishes. Oh, that was a lot. Okay. No, that is. That's one and a half. Yeah, that's right? perfect. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Last but not least, we're going to get our ice going here. Good? Is it good? Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Chris is having a, a drink as well, guys. You got to take care of the. Uh, there are cameramen mm, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> also, a rim rub on the Paloma would totally work as well. If you want to do it, you totally can. I won't this time. Okay. But if you want to rim rub again, you got lots of discarded things. You just rub it on the, <laughs> the outside. Maybe use the uh, the grapefruit this time. He's like, you have a lot of discard. Yeah, it's a lot of discarded. You have a lot of wasted fruit over there. <laughs> oh, hey, that's what it is. Oh my god, that was funny. We okay. need a green band soon. I like this tahine, right? Tahine, yeah. Would you ever like use sugar or when salt? You're, like salt, he said, yeah. Salt, mm. I think like if you use like a very good specialty salt, like Malden salt or like a smoked salt or just like any kind of enhanced flavored salt, fine. Sugar rims, I think are more common sometimes for like a, like a daiquiri sometimes, mm. um, more sweeter drinks. But I don't like using a sugar rim. I okay. never have. And that's just personal. Okay. Salt can be too much. Like I find maybe I agree. half salt is fine. But like yeah. the tahini, for me, there's never enough. I had a drink recently and it was salt and tahini. So both. But the salt was like… like I it's couldn't, too much. Yeah. It was very overpowering. Okay. Cool. Okay. Right. So we're now rim. we've rimmed the glass. Ice in the big tin. Ice it up. Oh, yeah. We're going to ice. We're going to shake oh, it one yes. more time. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, it was so slow. Here, built in. 
Okay. If you need more ice, I have some here. I think. Okay, I think we're good for that. We might need some for the glass, but. No, it's okay. We're going to do something else this time. Because oh, okay. we're running low, I'll show you what we're going to do. Okay. Okay, so now you're going to close your shaker. Yep. Give it a nice little close. Are you guys ready? On three. One, two, three, and two. Yeah, there's no right or wrong way. You feel backwards, behind the back, a little bit over here. Sometimes if you got the double, you know. You can Woo! <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's you guys, I have Whoa. never seen Fran do- I'm not joking. Yeah, there we go. Exactly, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. Now you're gonna open your tin. Okay, the only reason why I'm hesitating, otherwise like in real- like in a real setting, I, I would probably smack this, is because there's a mite over me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ladies, even now, mine's uh, having some. Does everyone have a little bit of <laughs> No, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll open yours. I'll yeah, open mine's yours. like, open, open, open. Okay. Them, please. There we go. There's Thank yours. You. <laughs> I can't look around This one's more new. Okay, so the newer one. it is, the more uh, she likes to give you some trouble. Okay. Mmm, that smells so good. Okay, so now what we're going to do is we're going to free pour. Okay. Oh. So. We're gonna free pour like about halfway, maybe about maybe about to there. Go ahead and then stop. And now I'm gonna strain the rest up. I don't mm. want all that. I just want to leave about a, leave leave some room on top. So Paloma is basically an upgraded highball. If you want to call it. So a highball is any spirit with a carbonated drink. Like for example, um, a gin and tonic is a classic highball. Rum and Coke, one of the OGs. Okay. So. You should see a soda can in front of you. Mm -hmm. And you're just going to top it up. Now using your nice trusty spoon, you're really going to want to oh, stir. I've been waiting to use this thing. <laughs> so there is actually a proper way to stir. Okay. Where you kind of get all the way around. So I hold it right in the middle. So, okay. You know the whole Star Trek vibe? Oh, mm -hmm. this thing? So you kind of put it yeah. there. And you close these two fingers. And then you're basically back and forth. You want to keep the back oh. on the outside. So it's kind of more like back and forth. And you use the circle. <laughs> That's so cool. Look. So, and then if, now if you really want to speed it up, you really can. Not like this. Okay, it takes time. It takes mine's, time. Mine's really... Okay. Okay, cool. So now I think you could probably get away with adding more soda. Like you want to go right to the top. Oh, okay. It's like an ombre color. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now uh, to garnish with that grapefruit slice. Can't find it. You can put it right on the side if you want. And then I should say if we're at a restaurant, I'd probably drop in a nice spoon mm. or a sp spoon, a straw. straw. And there you go. That would be your tequila Paloma. Yay. That looks super good. Cheers, ladies. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm gonna drop the grapefruit right in there. Oh my god. Yo, that's so this good. This one's really good. I've never had a paloma before either. I have. It's like it's like refreshing. Like you drink this if like 
I picture myself like on a beach right now, just chilling, like drinking this. Look just close it. your eyes for a second and just sip it. So my question is, is it too sour? No. I don't think so. So you could optionally, if you wanted to add more grapefruit juice or even a touch of simple, if you really wanted. The ideal sweetener with tequila drinks would be agave syrup, but that's not as easy to come by, especially the grocery store, like mm -hmm. Nature's Emporium as an example. Oh, yeah. Um, but most people, simple syrup's the easiest thing to make. One cup sugar, one cup water. And there you go. I think I like it like this, personally. I do too. I like the sourness of it. Cool. Well, these drinks are both really good. Now, right? which one do you prefer? One's like margarita is a lot more concentrated. There's no soda. It's more of a short drink. Mm -hmm. Paloma's a bit of a more longer, refreshing. Um, I'm going to say the marg. I'm biased, so I love margs. But like this is, I don't know, this to me like no, hits this. the spot. Really? Yeah, 100%. Because like… Nice even split. How about you? <laughs> mm. I think during the day, Paloma, mm. as I'm getting like more in the, like the nighttime, like after five, I'd probably get into the Marg zone. It's way more concentrated. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like you don't realize it though until you like drink this and then that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it definitely will catch up. Hmm. But yeah, like the one of the things I always say, like how to get creative with recipes, right? That's a big thing people always ask me like, oh, like I'm at home. I've got all these spirits. I got all these fruits. What do I do? Mm -hmm. And so… It's similar to cooking, right? It's just like a lot of your similar flavor profiles in cooking can also be transferred to bartending as well. So for example, like the easiest way to really get creative is through syrups, in my opinion, right? So take some that pack of raspberries, turn it into a syrup. And then instead of using simple in the marg, you can just do raspberry syrup. Mm. And there you go. You have a raspberry margarita, right? Like for example, here. yesterday, we, um, I bought, we have a bunch of herbs at home that just going to end the season. So I made a mint syrup. Huh. Right. So for example, I make my mojito next time is it'll be extra minty because I just made a little mint syrup. Wow. Or I um I made one called like there's a herb called savory. Okay. And it's very almost looks like rosemary, but it's almost like a lemon peppery rosemary. Okay. So this was a new experiment. I'm gonna try a new drink with that as an example. So nice through syrups, even um infusions as well. So for example, take your alcohol, let it infuse with something like a spice, a herb. I've even done tea infusion. So one of my favorites mm. is green tea infused gin. And then from there, you can take Damn. your infused product and make some of your classics. So like I've done um, a green tea martini as an example. Huh. Right? Sounds, yeah, I've or never heard of that. Yeah, oolong, rum, um, and coke. Or mm. a mojito with that. And so yeah. it adds another layer of flavor that you wouldn't normally have. Right? And so that's where it's like you can really have fun. And even if you put grapefruit juice in the mark, another easy substitute and you mm -hmm. just combine those drinks into one. It's it's really just like another outlet for like creativity too, yeah, you know? It like it's really exactly. garnishes like the tahini, the salt, the sugar. It's like and it I, fits whatever mood. Like I don't know, alcohol just makes me happy. I don't say that in a way where it's like I'm an alcoholic, I love yeah. to drink, no. but like having a good drink when you're like just in the mood for it hits different mm -hmm. 100%. Exactly. Yeah. And it's one of those things where a lot of restaurants, I feel like, are having to up their cocktail game yeah. because it's one thing to just serve rail and your staple draft beer list. Or right? watered down, like, vodka. I don't know. Just, like, the restaurants sometimes, they, yeah, you're right. It's all, like, water or not enough or too much or, like, you ask for a double and it's not really a double. It's, like… Exactly. Mm -hmm. And we've got shot. a lot of fantastic bars in the city. So, um, there's this online platform called the world's best 50 mm. and they focus on the best 50 bars and they go to each different continent. And so they came to North America and they ranked 
the top 50 bars in North America. Toronto has four bars now that have hmm. made the list. Wow. Uh, Silver Liberties, I think, came in eighth place. Um, Sister, no, it's called Mother Cocktail Bar. Okay. Uh, I think hmm. came in somewhere in the 30s. Uh, bar Raval and also Bar Mordecai. I've mm. never heard of any of these. It's which weird. Is weird because it's, we probably just go to the basic ass bars. We don't go to these like really like hidden like low. I don't know. If, are they like popular? Like, like kind of more low key? Now they're because the top 50s came through, they're getting even more popular. So like Civil Liberties has always been a very like bespoke style cocktail bar where there is no menu. The bartender asks you a series of questions and they'll just make something Wow, on the fly. I've never heard of that mm. before. So it's all customized to whoever's in front of you, which is a, very cool. a really cool experience. Mother is great. Um, I know one of the owners, his name is Massimo Ziti. He actually won World Class Canada Best Bartender. So now he's wow. competing in the global one. Um, it's happening right now. Um, I had a chance to go to his bar like a couple weeks ago. Fantastic. Queen West area, just north of Liberty Village, um, right close to Bellwoods. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're always yeah. there. Mother is fantastic. Book a table because it's jammed in there, but the food's fantastic. There's some great bars in the city. I know Bar Chef's really good too. Mm. And I think of Frank Soleric, he's the, uh, one of the main guy who started Bar Chef. And his whole idea was going beyond the glass. Okay. Right? So not feeling constrained to just what's a glass. Or like some of his cocktails are dishes. Mm. Or it's like a whole An experience. experience. Right? Yeah. Wow. And so like he'll do a mo mojito and it's like there's a glass of a mojito. And there's like a deconstructed version of it. And like he even makes these cool things where it's like… Um, it's almost like getting to gastronomy. It's like, you know, like with cooking, like there's like that Michelin level. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like they do some wild stuff. Yeah. It's almost like a cocktail and like a, it almost looks like a Tide Pod, but it's like this edible gelatin. Yeah. I know. In, exactly. Yeah. And then you just, you pop it and then it just bursts in your mouth. Wow. And it's a cocktail. That's so cool. And this so, is at which, this is which This bar? one is Bar Chef. Again, bar Queen Chef. West, okay. closer to Spadina. Near Bellwoods, you said. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that one's another really great bar. There's tons of bars. If you want the tiki vibe, Shameful Tiki's fantastic. I've, I like, I'm actually astonished that I've never heard of and any of And it's weird these. because bars are like the new move, I think. 100%. I think for me, clubs like, are I just strayed away from clubs. Like the drinks, I think now, like I'd rather experience a good fucking drink and spend money on like a drink than like being just a like order club, bottles and being like, sardine. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. I feel like great plugs because like that's amazing i think bars are the new move people are looking to like have a drink have experience like talk to people but not be like so squished you know what i mean exactly i'm with you about the club life and like maybe if there's a famous artist coming yeah, through the dj yeah. Yeah. if it's a friend's birthday of course. there's always gonna be a time and place for the club but i think for me personally like as I'm getting older, I do appreciate the bar scene more exactly. often. Exactly, yeah. And also, I can hear myself think. Right? Yeah, you yeah. Know, it's a different time. No, 100%. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a big more movement to like premium cocktails. And it's really exploded um, in the last couple of years, for sure. Yeah. Well, thanks for that. That was super informative. Yeah, that was is, great. And so is this the end of the class? We pretty much reached the end of the class. Great. We made our cocktails. I showed you how you can get creative with it. So now it's almost like Q&A. If there's any questions, don't be shy. I mean, I feel I like we, we covered, covered them. During, like, yeah, sorry. We were like interrupting your mm -hmm. class a bit by asking you questions. No, Hopefully that was okay. But I appreciate the questions. And uh, the only question is, is like, what's next? I have no idea. Mm. Right? Well, I mean, like, I think you're doing super well. And like, I've, I'm sure there's like bartending is a scene online, but I personally have never come across someone as yeah. creative as you when it comes yeah. to like mixing drinks. And I'm not, I swear to God, I'm not just saying this, even ask friend. I don't typically drink margaritas because like they're too strong for me. And I don't know, but this, I can actually sip on it and it's super good. So I can only Music see you to going. my ears. And yeah, it's one of those things where let's see what 2023 has in store. But I think like one goal 
I definitely want to get to maybe in like two, three years. I would love to have my own bar one day. Yes. Oh, yes. I saw the path of like the distillers route, like making my own liquor mm. and, and, I've, and even a canned product. Like I remember I was working on RTD for a while. RTDs are ready to drink cocktail like a Cottage Spring, for example, mm. or a um, White Claw. Okay. Um, and I was really in the process. I went pretty far down and it's just one of those things where like you're competing against some massive brands and especially the ready to drink beverages is the hottest market mm -hmm. in Ontario right now. Like it's mm -hmm. literally insane. And the LCBO is not easy to get into. Mm -hmm. That's why a lot of similar local breweries and distilleries won't sell in the LCBO. Right. Because it's a pain in the ass to get in. It takes at least a year to two years uh, if you're lucky. And so that's where I feel like the bar route is definitely something I want to get into. But in the meantime, before the bar opens, I'm doing a lot of bar takeovers. So cool. every quarter I do like a public event. So recently um, I did a craft brewery and mixology to do beer cocktails or okay. beer tales. Cool. And so combining beer the world tales. of craft beer and cocktails. Because I know some places have them, but there's most the ones I've had have been terrible. So you can really get creative there. Um, I did a trivia takeover not long ago. Um, stay tuned though. I'm trying to line up Boozy Boba in the fall. Alcoholic Is bubble, that bubble tea? tea. Yeah. Stop. We are yeah. there. Wherever you are, whatever you're Wherever selling, you are with take boba my money with and boba. bubbles and like yes, booze. It, I'm it's there. It's coming. Um, That's a really good idea. And so it's one of those things where still sorting out some logistics, but stay tuned. I've got some crazy recipes. Like I remember I did a gin, mango, green tea <sighs> with some uh, some of the aloe jelly in there. Oh yeah. That's our alley. Yeah, that's Fully 100%. really yeah, We'll have to have you back when, when, when you when release you go that those. Route, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on. That was like a really great experience. If you want, plug yourself one more time. Yeah, where, where can people can find, find you, you for their events, contact weddings, et info, all that. Amazing. So the best way to access or to message me is through Instagram, mixology underscore Matt, or my website, mixologymat.com. I do private events, weddings, consulting. It really just depends what you're looking for, and I'm be sure we can make it work. Cool. Amazing. Great. So those of you listening or watching or whatever platform we're on. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you can learn something, how to drink with us. And yeah, I had so much fun. Yeah, Thanks I had a lot of fun. Me. Yeah, Thanks no for worries. coming. Appreciate it. Cheers else? one more time, ladies. Yeah, cheers. cheers. Keeping it sento. <laughs> cheers, Chris. <laughs> there we go. Cheers, cheers, everybody. <laughs> Have a good one.